Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. In what is usually the most difficult week of the year for those of us in news and talk radio, the slowest week of the year, but, uh, well, things are still happening, including the Sangamon County Board scheduling a special meeting for tomorrow night to cast a vote to upgrade our emergency communication system here in Sangamon County. Pretty important stuff when you think about it. To give us some more details on that and catch us up on other things happening with the county, the county administrator, Brian McFadden, is here live with us this afternoon. Brian, thanks for taking the time. Good to have you on the program. Hope you had a good Christmas. I uh, sure did. Hope you did as well. And yeah, like, and welcome for the gift of news. So. Well, <laughs> we, we do appreciate it, but explain why this is uh, happening and why we need to have an upgrade to our emergency communications for police, fire, and EMS here in Sangamon County. Sure. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it would be an upgrade of the existing... Uh, emergency communication system we have in place now, which is um, is outdated, um, and we've been working on a replacement probably for more than two years now. But the system we have in place now is an analog system. That's uh, uh, technology has been around for decades. Uh, people are probably familiar with it from watching the old uh, police and fire shows and those kind of things. Um, and right now, it's being used uh, really by the uh, fire protection districts and as a backup for the sheriff's office in case the STARCOM system, which we can talk about in a minute, but STARCOM is the system that law enforcement in Sangamon County is on right now. Uh, but this, this existing system is primarily used by the fire protection districts, and what we're talking about doing is, is truly uh, upgrading. And it's, it's, it's been about two, two and a half years of studies involving consultants. It's, it is a complicated, complex, uh, a very important issue that is, is coming really we hope, to a conclusion here right at the end of the year. So, uh, as I understand it from the information provided to us by the county, uh, part of the issue has been that the existing system uh, works okay with vehicle-mounted radios, but the portable handheld units, uh, which maybe are not as uh, strong or don't have the, the same signal strength to them, uh, there are parts of the county where they uh, are just not as effective with the, uh, with the existing system. Ha- has this hindered emergency communications? Has it been a problem in terms of uh, when we have uh, significant events that may require more than one department to be involved that they've had trouble communicating with each other? Well, there's uh, interoperability with the current system, but not to the level of what we'd have with the new system. And that's one of the advantages of the direction we're going into. Um, the departments do have uh, one, at a minimum, usually one rate, excuse me, the fire protection districts have one radio that is on the Starcom system that gives you really truly nationwide interoperability. You can talk to, to just about anybody in the, in the country. Um, <clears throat> but the system is not optimal now. I mean, you do mention there are dead spots. Um, frankly, can change depending upon the weather. Uh, you know, and this is what you would see as the next uh, logical step up. This system, when put, when put in place, was the best we had at that time. But we knew even then that there was going to need to be upgraded. And, and what we're looking at is a, is a digital technology. It'd still be a VHF system, but it would be digital, which uh, addresses a lot of those issues you just mentioned. I mean, it's got greater capacity. You can add additional bandwidth. You can uh, you got stronger coverage. You can the system we're building will go to every corner of the county. Um, it has better voice quality. I mean, it's important. You know, folks that are using these systems are in high stress situations. A lot going on, and this, these digital systems can be encoded to do a number of things, provide GPS data, uh, take out background noise. So it really is. Uh, the next generation of what we want to do. So the first step was, you know, upgrading to some sort of digital system. And then the next step, uh, which is what the board will be voting on, is is uh, finalizing a contract with Motorola to go on to their Starcom system, their Starcom 21 system, 
which is a digital system, uh, and it provides additional benefits as well. It's uh, about a $13 million upgrade. It includes the county building three uh, additional towers where these signals can be sent out across the county to all of the participating agencies here. Why uh, is the county looking at building towers as opposed to just leasing space on any of the multiple existing towers already erected around the county? Well, we are looking, actually, the system, the Starcom system, uh, it's funny you mention that, because it's kind of uh, the decision a lot of consumers go through, whether to buy or lease. And we're actually kind of going on to an existing system. The Starcom 21 system is in place now. All of law enforcement in Sangamon County uses the Starcom radio system. Um, you know, Starcom is a, is a product that Motorola has partnered with the state of Illinois on for the very purposes of what you talked about is trying to get everybody in the state on the same system. It's managed by IEMA, and as I mentioned, you know, the Sheriff's Office, Springfield Police, all the law enforcement in the county went on a Starcom system probably eight years ago. So now this would bring the rest on the Starcom, primarily fire, uh, the fire protection districts. Uh, Springfield Fire has its own radio system now, but they would have one of the advantages of Starcom is it's expandable. You could add the, the city fire department fire radio system in, in the future if you wanted to. There's a lot of advantages to it, but building the towers is we can do that cheaper. Uh, we feel and do them in the right locations than what we have in, as far as leasing. Although leasing may be part of the final uh, equation on this, but there are going to have to be a number of towers constructed. And these studies pinpoint really the ideal areas to build new towers and not the existing system has been on water towers and things like that. Those are not ideal either. So, And this would actually then give you the ability to, to lease space on your towers to other entities that also need to beam signals out throughout the county, such as Internet providers or cell phone providers, correct? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So there's some cross-pollination here in, in with the county is kind of, uh, just initial steps of the broadband expansion program. The county has, um, through the Growth Alliance, is uh, bringing on a firm to do a broadband feasibility study, and that will look at where the needs are at. And we kind of know that already, to a certain extent. There, you know, you may think of some of the more rural areas that don't have broadband access, but it happens in the city of Springfield. As we found out during COVID, with 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 the kids learning from home, some of the kids couldn't get access even in the city of Springfield. So. There's, there's shortfalls in the Internet uh, system in the county now. So the county is, is going to look at some sort of countywide system, and we know uh, that if we want to upgrade that, if we want to do a public-private partnership with an Internet provider or providers, uh, we're going to have to build some towers anyway. So, so yeah, you're absolutely right. We could, this could be part of a, a bigger effort with broadband. It could be part of just uh, leasing space out to an existing Internet provider, a cell phone company, that kind of thing. But uh, I can tell you right now, we're, we're not looking at it as a revenue generator. We're looking at it as something that uh, very uh, solution, a very um, serious issue that we need to be addressing. As you noted, the county's been looking at this for a while. So why the need to have this special meeting? We got the notice on this last, uh, I think, Thursday night right before the Christmas holiday uh, for a meeting uh, coming up on Tuesday evening. Uh, why did you have to move so quickly on to do this rather than doing it just in the regular course of business at the next monthly meeting? Yeah, well, the short answer, and, you know, again, a good question because we have been working on a long period of time, but the negotiations, the pricing are all pegged to an end-of-year contract date. Uh, we just weren't able to get the details worked out. The goal was to do it at the December meeting, uh, which is probably maybe a week. I lost track of time here a week or so ago. 
and just couldn't get the details worked out then. Then after that, there was some talk about maybe we'll go to February, but then it wasn't got to do at the end of the year. But the, the, the short story is we will lock in the pricing really over a 15-year period. We're going to get some significant incentives and savings based upon what we could do off a of state bid uh, by doing now. And then there's always the, the, the concern, you know, about the supply chain issues and, and the uncertainty of, of trying to go into next year and negotiate the same thing. So really – uh, we've, we've done these before in emergency meetings. You know, you don't like to do those, but there truly are emergencies that you have to address. And, and given the, uh, the, the the financing and the pricing on this, it makes uh, best financial sense for the county to address it before January 1. And you will have a quorum. A lot of people travel between Christmas and New Year's, but you'll have enough board members there to, to get this done? Yeah, yeah. We, we, want, it, we want an in-person meeting, even though the, the Zoom is... is, is could be an option, but uh, given the importance of this and being a, a, a special meeting, emergency meeting, and we do believe we'll have the quorum, you know, but things could change between tonight and tomorrow night, but uh, as of now, we do have the quorum. Sangamon County Administrator Brian McFadden's here with us. Brian, before we let you go, because we're here at the uh, the end of the year looking ahead to 2022 and some big things on the horizon, one of the things that happened this year is the county uh, decided to purchase the uh, Old State Journal Register building, moving some county offices in there. Uh, what's the timeline for that again, and will we actually see those moves happening in calendar year 2022? You will. You know, there's a number of, the, you know, rehashes. You know, the building was just the right place at the right time at the right price and just something we couldn't pass up. And we had needs for it, one of those being the relocation of the sheriff's evidence and part of their training area that's a building that's going to be a pretty significant building. It's going to be demolished as part of the rail project. Uh, we've got to be out of that, vacated that building sometime in the summer. So that work is under, not the construction isn't underway, but the design work on that part of it. Uh, following that uh, will be the, the uh, creation of the new coroner's office there, complete with a autopsy suite and a morgue there in the basement, and also uh, locating our smart, our, our transit system there as well. So we have some definite needs for the building. You'll see that uh, uh, you know come into place definitely in, in 2022, probably on all three of those as well. And then there's just upgrades to the building we have to do, but definitely be worth coming up. Also, geographically very close by the multimodal transportation hub. That's a, a slightly longer-term project. But what sorts of progress are we expecting to see on that in the upcoming calendar year? Well, in total, it's about an $85 million project. And it, construction has begun on the east side, which will be the bus transfer station. Um, and that is uh, slated to have the, the buses back over there by January. The, the buildings won't be built, but at least the, the concrete's poured and all that's in place. And then, you know, then you move to the west side of the tracks where you get the, the parking ramp, the train station, the county square. That um, will be starting probably sometime early in 2023. And in between all that will be the work that's going to begin on the, the county building here, redoing the first and second floors of the county building to more reflect how people use this building, this complex. Uh, and kind of prophetically, even before COVID, we, we were seeing a need to keep people off of elevators as much as possible. So that work will probably start in March. So a lot of uh, this new maybe six-block footprint that the county has here on Ninth Street and, and Monroe and <clears throat> Capitol in that area, uh, people are going to start seeing a lot of work going on. And, Brian, one last story that uh, was pretty big in 2021 and as uh, as of uh, the end of the year not yet resolved is the situation at Sangamon County Animal Control. Any updates there on where things stand, uh, an ongoing, actually a couple of investigations into what's been happening there, and how quickly might we expect uh, some resolution of some of those concerns? Yeah, I think we should see. So, yeah, we're referencing there's an Illinois State Police 
investigation into alleged uh, criminal abuse of animals at the facility. There's also a management study that's comparing operations at the county, Sangamon County versus uh, Macon, McLean, Peoria, and Champaign counties uh, as well. I, I can see a lot of that stuff coming to a head here early on in January, uh, and we'll be in a position where we can discuss those, you know, in the more of a, a public nature. But I think all those things are starting to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel as far as uh, coming to a conclusion. Well, we look forward to, to having you or Chairman Van Meter on uh, to discuss that when the time is ripe for it. In the meantime, Happy New Year to you, and thanks for the update from Sangamon County. Same to you, Jim. Anytime. We appreciate it.